good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You! What is going on? Hey, get out of the water! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. Welcome to our Today Where you started and then you pulled me into this infinite time loop scenario. And that's not very nice of you. Is that why you made me do that? But that's the genius thing about this film. This is why this film is definitely worth watching, is because he did a really simple thing. And was like, oh, infinite time loop movies. Yeah, there's some great ones of those. Obviously, Groundhog Day that invented it. Then you've got Source Code. Uh, I mean, a lot of people like Live, Die, Repeat. But also, no one has ever done one where it's more than one person in the loop. And it's such an obvious thing to do now that someone's done it. But they've never done it. And so you create the perfect opportunity to continue the kind of low-key, um, depressive, depressive but sort of romantic comedy thing that Groundhog Day were doing but with a shared scenario rather than it all necessarily just revolving around the central um, protagonist as now two. And the conf- it's about the conflicts that would take place, well, three people in this film, and the conflicts that would take place if more than one person were caught in a time loop, um, which, of course, you know, um, helps to also summarise perhaps how, quite luckily for this film, because this film was obviously made before COVID, that it's just happened to be released at the perfect time when everyone in... Um, you know, COVID has, has been living days feeling like they're on an infinite loop, losing track of time, all, all that kind of stuff. And just, you you know, being out of work, just trying all kinds of different things, because why not? It's like life doesn't matter anymore, you know? So, yes, that's Sounds about basically... Sounds about why this thing exists. Yeah, that's why I forced, forced you to, to read it like that at the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, so wait, why does my MDB tell me this was made in 2021 when it came out in 2020? Oh, well, it was released in America in 2020, but in the UK on the 9th of April, 2021. So, like, yeah, so we can flag it as being <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah, well, we, our, That's good our, with me. Our, our out of 10, um, like, Oscars thing is purely based on UK release dates. Good. Because cool. we're just better. Uh, well, we're just different. Yeah, better. Um, no, I, I agree. The perspective of having someone who's already in the loop and then someone who's new to it is nice. And yeah, like you say, having anyone can be in the loop is nice. I think that's probably the the extent to its originality on the concept. I appreciate that they are very, very coy about the fact that as soon as it's evident there's a time loop, they immediately address it like, yes, this is one of the infinite time loop things. We're yeah, not yeah. going to explain the rules. Although having said that, they do spend a lot of the film doing the, the, the stereotypical... Groundhog Day stuff of testing things out, but they do it. They do it in a fun way. Well, because there's the twist of having an extra person there. Yeah, I suppose so. I think what's weird about it is that um, in, in any of like, yeah, as you say, this 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 type of film, and even TV shows and even games are starting to do it now. Um, it's it's become saturated. But the only way you can be successful with the genre is if your angle is interesting. And obviously, Groundhog Day worked because it had an excellent angle. Mm. Um, which was, you know, what it means to become a better human being. It was very simple. Yeah, it's, it was, well, it's, it wasn't... it's clever as well because it's, it's sort of a Scrooge story. Which yeah, is why exactly. It's clever. it's clever to cast Bill Murray again, obviously, because he's the... Scrooged. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and the, you know, the, the mechanics of, of the time loop itself are why it happened, where 
not even slightly explained and it was you know cut across as being not relevant whereas in palm springs do we even say that we were talking about palm springs oh you did at the beginning well done um I they don't even <laughs> they, yeah i know we said it way too much i've said it so much i forgot we even mentioned it they cancelled um, it out it's like double negatives yeah i feel like but palm springs doesn't doesn't really doesn't take that route because it it does try to explain well it sort of tries to explain the time loop i think that's one of the strangest things about this film actually that it attempts to, it, it hasn't it hasn't made the time loop just you know an incidental thing. It's made it a sort of a, a tangible process of this cave that you mm. walk into that's sort of got loads of fire and lava in it, and you walk into it and you enter a time loop. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm not entirely sure what they were going for with that. That's proper weird. The more you think about that, the weirder that is. I haven't paid that much attention because it's so weird. Like oh yeah, yeah. that's that's what causes a time loop. <laughs> it's like the a other, weird cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other clever bit of um, setting is um, having it play out at a wedding, especially a foreign a wedding at like an exotic location. Yeah. Because it's the sort of unusual day which most people would like claim they, they'd wish they could revisit and obviously would never get a chance to re- recreate because it's a very yeah. unusual type of day. Yeah. Um, which is handy, which means, you know, it's, a, it's because it's been so saturated as a genre, it's, you know, at least they are making some effort to make it an interesting perspective. I remember when like um, Happy Death Day came out and I watched the first oh, time. Oh, that's another one, that. yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. It's all right. It's fine. It's, it's all right. Just, I actually think it's about as good as Live, Die, Repeat. Because <laughs> so, I don't really oh, okay. like that I haven't seen that. Very much. The first half of that's really good. I just remember the last third being very, like, incredibly cliched. Like, exactly what you'd expect from a kind of, you know, um, from a, what I would call phoned-in blockbuster thing that didn't get the attention it necessarily wanted if that makes any sense you know like it does to some extent like I don't a better michael been... bay movie you know <laughs> wow like, that's a high ima- imagine imagine like the yeah the end of like a film like that and that's kind of what you get yeah, yeah. so how many people do you think were in a time loop in this film well four well okay well, so you four, are convinced... four is the number that we know because you've got the uh andy sandberg and um Whatever her name is, uh, well, her character name was uh, Sarah, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Nas and Sarah, that's it. And then you've got J.K. Simmons, Roy, but then you've also got the old lady. Yeah. Uh, who she, at the start of the film, she's like, "Oh, I've been to weddings like this before, or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, sure, you have." And at the end of the film, they realise that she's also in the time loop. Yeah, that doesn't really come to to you know fruition in any way, but it's just a bit of fun. So what do you think? I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna kick off. I'm gonna kick into spoilers already because fuck it. There's not an awful lot to talk about. I've already um, spoiled it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah. well, sort of. Um, yeah. So when when they end the time loop, are they ending it just for themselves, or are they ending the time loop in general? No, because because um, Roy's still in it, isn't he? He finds right. out that they managed to get out. So they've castrated his ability to. Well, seemingly, but then also he reacts in such a way as, uh, oh, great, I can get out. Well, kind of, but he, but he can't, can he? Yeah, but he thinks he can once he learns that they can. I guess so. That's really, that's quite sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, Royce, Royce my favourite character in this. He's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I think... It's so sad, his story. Um, and my favourite scene, well, I'll spoil it already, Um <laughs> is when he talks to uh, Niles by his pool and he's talking about like being in infinity with his kids. Oh yeah, that's definitely the best thing of the 
Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the thing that save. It's the thing that I say save. It's the thing that makes this film worth watching. I would say, it makes it. It means that they have actually nailed the central point of all these types of movies, even if it's you know, relatively unoriginal. Because yeah. when he says yeah. um, this was always a good day, I think that's hmm. what's nice. Because from his perspective, he's. I mean, he's kind of having. Yeah, J.K. Simmons' character is having the typical uh, Bill Murray Groundhog Day experience, Breakdown. unlike the yeah, other yeah. two. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so that makes it okay. My, my, I think the thing I find I find a bit annoying about the the way they do the time loop because I think right the the film as a whole in general it's extremely fun. You know, it has it has it has genuinely surprisingly great comedic writing, which is rare for this type of movie. Oh, it is it is it is like very quite funny. I say yeah. quite funny because it's like it's funny in the same way that like most American sitcoms are funny, where you don't necessarily laugh out loud. But you're like, oh, that's funny. I think I got, I, I, I get, I reckon there are at least five genuine laughs in this film, which is pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah, 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 that is pretty good. I mean, um, the one you keep quoting, which is a uh, no, 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 I'm, you're cheating on me, you goof. Yeah, stuff yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I mean, I, I, Andy Samberg is awesome in this. Oh yeah, the two central performances from him and um, Christian Milioti were, were really genuinely fantastic. They're brilliant. I like how Christian Milioti's character they didn't like mind making her kind of darker as the film progressed or like making her completely ditch the central male character like I kind of didn't expect that just probably just because of how films tend to work well she has well, to go and do the plot I yeah. suppose because yeah. from 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 Andy's character he's just sort of there he hasn't really got anything to fulfil no. whereas she's got everything to do she's got to sort out the fact that she's you know, the... really sort of the main character Sort of. Well, yeah. Well, very yeah. She is. She's the one who has to have the journey. Andy Samberg just has to realise that he has to take up responsibility. I mean, that's it. Yeah, and it's pretty much half and half on protagonist. But yeah, in terms of actual arcs, she has a far bigger one. The only one Andy really has to go with is not becoming scared of leaving the loop and saying that he loves her. But yeah. I think by the, in, that, in that is where I have a bit of a problem with this film. Because... Obviously, this the you know the the time loop in most other films is not actually explained as a real mechanic. I think the only one I can think of where that is a thing is Edge of Tomorrow, where there is sort of legitimate reason for the whole time loop to be a thing because it's yeah, part of a yeah, simulation, yeah. isn't it? Um, I don't know if it's a simulation. I can't remember. Is it not? I thought it was. No, that's why I keep when I say Edge of Tomorrow. That's what I mean when I say Live Die Repeat because they've got two names. It's got two names, doesn't it? That film. In different countries. Oh, is that what it's? Is that, I thought it was called Edge of Tomorrow. It is in England. Oh, is that so in, is it country, called, in other it, countries? It's called Live Die Repeat. Oh, for Christ's sake! That's terrible. I thought when you said Live Die Repeat, that sounds like one of the shitty comedy ones, like the Happy Death Day one. No, I've been talking about that. that makes it sound really flippant. I don't really like it. <laughs> it's probably my least favorite time loop movie. Um, yeah. So anyway, my point is, yeah, it, it turns up as this anomaly. You know, they go through the film, they right some wrongs, and then she learns how to fix it. They say, "I love you," and then they fix it. But I think what's what's kind of annoying is that their their kind of arcs are incidental to the time loop thing. Hmm. They're not really like the the fact that they you know get together at the end is not really. It's I think it's I don't know I think it's slightly lazy to to try and explain the time loop and then solve it without trying to tie in the emotional catharsis. I think that's what I found the most b- bizarre about it because I didn't feel like the characters because lo- in 
again, it's always going to be comp com compared to Groundhog Day. But in Groundhog Day, the loop ends one because he has learned his lesson. It's not incidental. Whereas in this, yeah, they solve it. Like she solves divine, it by just... It's like a divine punishment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whereas that isn't what it is in this film. And I think the problem is because they do, they go half the distance by trying to explain what it is, they then kind of have a bit of a problem by then explaining, or not by then not explaining how it worked or what they've done. And it's, it's kind of having their cake and eat it in that respect. However... Yeah. Well, yeah, and the, the one element of that, the reason it doesn't bother me too much is because the film is extremely fun. And as I say, with that, it's especially true. with the that scene is... with Roy, they do actually, they do show that they understand the, you know, the, the emotional significance of films like this and why they work well, even though it doesn't do anything particularly new with it, apart but from I mean, the setting. But I mean, having the two people and exploring how would a couple handle this is genuinely really new. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, it's but incredibly not... new. It's, it's it's the ace in the hole, as someone might call it, because you know it's like it's like watching a couple going through lockdown together, but instead it's like watching them form, and then it's really interesting. Like I really, although yes, can't, I can't really even remember that well how this film ended, which says it all. Like, well, yeah, um, that's kind of my point. The main joy of this film comes from the middle third, I would say, when you're just watching those two, um, their friendship Definitely. develop, watching them, you know, explore and play with the mechanics of where they are, basically. Yeah. Um, that's where I would say most of the great work from this film comes from. I think the stuff of Roy is really good fun. Um, but, you know, basically, you know, trying to kill Niles at first for putting him in there and then kind of learning to enjoy it in a way and making it his own little heaven. Yeah. It's kind of nice, because um, you know some. It, if we were to apply it, you know, with the kind of post lockdown attitude, it's some people loved lockdown. You know, I mean, me and you really enjoyed it. Well, certainly though, the first one. I didn't have to do any work. Exactly, and it was just like, oh, look at all this. Free <laughs> I contribute nothing to society. Well, it was well, great. Well, yeah, exactly. We'll start a podcast. You know, so <laughs> that, um, went, that, that turned out well. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. And also, the, the characters. Um, are actually very well established and work well but, with each yeah, other. Yeah, and everyone's, from, everyone's you know, the... well written. There's a oh, there's also a scene in this that breaks my heart, which is um, a really small scene, and I think it's really good show don't tell character work, which is when because uh, obviously it turns out that the husband of the bride has been sleeping with the sister, mm. who is and the, at the wedding, and the sister is um, the main the main girl in the film. Um, yeah. What's her name Sarah, yeah, yeah. and when she names. when she finally gets when she finally gets it together to tell him to stop doing it, he does show real remorse for it, like he's like crying in yeah. the shower, and it's like oh my gosh, that's real because you know like in films they tend to just depict the people cheating on other people as like oh they're, they're he's just some like horrible jock if you know what I mean, you well, know? like Niles's girlfriend, yeah exactly I mean they do depict her like that. Um, yeah exactly you know like a kind of mean girls character but with um <laughs> yeah but but with the um the man i mean in a lot of films when men are shown to be cheating it's always shown to be very out of nasty spite but this is out of something quite obviously deeper than that mm. it's like he's just really worried about again like niles he's really worried about accepting responsibility hmm and you know it's, it's quite relatable and it's really really like it's, i think that bit where you just see him crying is really sad and then that means that at the end, when you believe, even though, 
that this must have been hard um, from a writing point of view to handle. You have to make the audience believe that when the affair ends, he won't go back to cheating. And they have to do that with basically no screen time for him. And they do it. Um, I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Also, another standout character is the dad, obviously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who who was he? He was um, a famous actor, wasn't he? I can't remember what he was Was from. Yeah. That's your department. I don't know any famous actors. I'm trying to look for him. You, uh, You like talk and I'll just pretend I'm not here. Brilliant. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> the mum was brilliant as well. The stuff they I don't were, remember like, what the mum... She didn't do very much apart from insult uh, Sarah. Most of the well, the mum I mean, and that's dad, the, like, that's the typical... Freaky. Yeah, it was It was brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, that, that was kind of like the typical kind of American comedy thing. I wasn't really that bothered by it. Um, I think, yeah, the film, the film did better when it was being a lot more absurdist and less sort of trying to be a regular awkward comedy because it is a very, you know, sensationalist and ridiculous film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Peter Gallagher was the guy who played the dad, and he is, I believe, the salesman of beds in American Beauty. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Mattress King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have nothing to say about that character. Oh, he's awesome, though. He's in your favourite scene of American Beauty. <laughs> is he? Yeah, because he's the one who's... Um, oh, he's the one who's sleeping. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the uh, the drive through scene. Yeah, the drive through. Yeah, I will say nothing. Oh, else, absolutely, but... the best scene in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> how, could I, how could I forget? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so come on, he's a he's a hero. Something tells me you're going to remember it this time. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree, and I, I agree completely with your with what you say about the the middle of the film being the best because that is the, the the time where the film is not doing any setup, not trying to conclude anything. And I don't think the film was that bothered about trying to do either of those two things. It definitely just wanted to get 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 through the intro so that it could start being fun. And then as soon as it got to the end, get through the end quickly because no one cared about it. Which, yeah. you know, is, I guess, understanding your audience. I think what you from, care about I'm is... not part of that audience in particular because I would have liked a little bit better sort of thematic catharsis at the end. But this was one of the most fun films I've watched all year. Yeah, it was. It's... um. You know, it's it's definitely it's definitely like I think above average as well. Oh yeah, it's, no, it's no, it's, it's easily a, above it's average. A, I mean, I, it's a good I have movie. a lot of technical complaints, but a lot of them I wish to disregard a lot of the time because I feel like it's not like with like you know this, pieces of a woman where it was annoying, but there was and there was also nothing to make me feel happy or you know enjoy or wish to go back to it. It's nothing like that. Whereas I have complaints with this, but they're mostly complaints that I am very capable of of brushing away as being you know not in the intention of the film because it's just a fun comedy and the thing to really that is important and is good about the films is the kind of the relationships between the people they are good um, yeah absolutely and really that's, well that's surprisingly well for. shot oh yeah it looks good yeah i can't remember I don't, I, much about how it was shot i just remember it looked good you know um, <laughs> very yellow and orange well i mean that yeah that sounds about right yeah. um <laughs> yeah I think this. I think the one element of um, character that I would have liked to have seen explored a bit further would have been how Niles got into the time loop in the first place, because mm. it does. It only shows him accidentally introducing other people to it. Yeah. So unless it's got something to do with the old woman. <laughs> yeah, maybe unlikely. Unlikely. I mean, I feel like she's been there forever. I don't know. True. Do I think, get... but again, because the film is intending on introducing the time loop from the perspective of someone else 
being introduced to it by someone who who is aware of it is what yeah. makes the film, or at least makes the setup interesting. So I suppose it, hel- it helps it to... to be a bit um, meta, really, doesn't it? By having yeah, exactly, and the fact already that he... in it because because we're that guy in the audience. We're like, yeah, we already know how it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so at this point, we're into post postmodern territory now with these oh, yeah. sort of films. Yeah, where yeah. you're not allowed to make this sort of film without, like, within the first 10 minutes going, yes, this is an infinite time loop thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know. You know it. We know it. Let's just get on with it. Mm. Which is good. And, and you know, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. If they tried to make it seem like they were being original with it, it would have been a lie. Because yeah. making an original um, sort of construction of trying trying to explain a time loop or make it part of the mechanics of your story, I haven't seen a version. I haven't seen a version of time loop in a film where that's been done at all no. as i think i find it weird that they 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 seem like in this film that like they're going to like they're going to do that and then they don't so that's probably just my expectations being slightly should, toyed with to be fair you should watch source code with jake general because that one they do sort of actually explain how it's working oh do they yeah because i don't want to spoil the film but yeah they do and that's a great film. no that's fine yeah um so yeah basically this we've hit the great. end huh i said we've hit the end of review we have really. This is getting way too short. <laughs> I mean, you know, succinct. But I, I would say that. Um, oh yes, yeah, succinct. That's the word. Sorry. Succinct. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. It. We, we just we just get it all in. We're all, so good. All, all really quickly. I mean, we could probably play the review on the loop three times or infinitely. It's a good idea. Listen, yeah. Roger Ebert. This is what you'd be like if you didn't take all those drugs. Yeah, exactly, Roger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm pretty sure I did have something else to say. But I just forgot about it because I started good. thinking about source code, and I was like, "Oh, I love source code." Um, <laughs> I thought source code was also Tom Cruise. I didn't realize that was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's Gyllenhaal, and it's got Jeffrey Wright in it as well. And oh, I shit. Think, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a Vera Farmiga as well. It's, it's a good film, and uh, Michelle Monaghan, who is uh, the wife of Tom Cruise, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. And is also excellent in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh yeah, she's um, an underrated actress, sort of. Yeah. It's also I mean, really those good. Are the, those are the two things I've Shia seen. Bust. So That's not say. a bad film. <laughs> mm. it's, no, it's quite fun. It's okay. quite a fun movie. <laughs> I'll give it a six. Good. All right. So, would you rate Palm Springs? Well, what, no. Wait. What's your favorite? Act- oh, I forgot we did this. It's been so yeah. long. Yeah, I know. We've done our. We've our been best, away. We've we've we've, we've had been our, away. our best. Yeah, we've uh, had our um. What we're going to refer to now is um Peach Week. Peach Week. Yes. Yeah. Where we discovered it. Uh, Peaches are in almost every single film at some point. Yeah, people or always song, say peach or conversation. So peachy or peaches. Well, if you don't want my peaches, honey, don't shake my tree. Don't shake my tree. Yeah, uh, but don't. we shook the tree. But we still didn't we're want gonna, them. We're gonna have to it, do a peaches special at some point now. Yeah, <laughs> peaches special. <laughs> Imagine if we just find all the lines in films where people talk about peaches and we just edited it. We'd be together. here for so many hours. We could rank them. We could rank the best uses of peaches in movies. That's a fucking excellent idea. We can get a lexicographer in as well. They can explain it all. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, the most fun podcast ever. Favourite scene, sorry. I mean, we both agree it's the uh, it's, it's when it's they go the to Roy's house. When they go to Roy's house, yeah, and you really get to know him as a person. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, you know, just... But what I was going to say that I've remembered now is just, I think what this film excels at is what most time leap films like this will excel at, which is, you know, what... It's got, it, it throws you into an existential crisis where you're like, what would what would I do with my life if there were no consequences? So, for example, that one of the main ones I think of is like when he tried like having sex with a man, 
just to try it. Oh, yeah. Like, well, there's no consequences. And, you know, it doesn't mean that socially he's going to have to come out as gay or anything, even though he's not gay. I just found that yeah. quite interesting. I just found that quite interesting. I was like, it's yeah, I wonder, I wonder what people would do if there were no consequences. Because, like, yeah. Anyway, um, that's my main <laughs> thought I've taken from that. Um, it, yeah, sounds like you're, is... it sounds like you're pitching a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> right, what about best performance? Um, I like I like J.K. Simmons' character the most, but uh, I think it's very... You, you probably have to go between the main two performers. I think Niles is the... F- I think, uh, what's his Niles name? Niles is the funniest and Sarah's the most He's interesting. The fu- so and, Andy yeah. Sandberg's really funny. Andy yeah. Sandberg, that's his name, yeah. And He's Kristen Milioti is, is very interesting. I think and she the has time's the most very unlikable. The film. Well, I mean, they're all very unlikable at numerous points. Yeah, which is good. It's realistic. Um, true. I'd, I'd probably have to give it to Miliati because she has the most, like, range. I think she goes through... And she does, and she is, you know, she does, after, like, the midpoint, she does hold the film together. It does, yeah. you know, it's... Andy Sandberg's character, is, I also it's Niles, that's it, um, does definitely drop after a, after a while. Cause, and his whole character development is kind of put on hold in lieu of hers. Yeah. Which in fair, which is which is fine because, like you say, she she may as well be the real protagonist. She she, she kind of is. Well, she is. Yeah. I so mean, I'm probably gonna, I'm going to say Kristen. I think you're right with Kristen, really. But it's like if I could watch a sequel to this, I'd want to watch Andy Sandberg in it, not her, because he's really entertaining. Well, that's probably just really because he his character was never really didn't really come full circle. It wasn't really the film was really about him. He was just like a presence. Whereas um, Sarah's character has now more or less come full circle. So it would be kind of... It would be contrived to try and make another story with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sandberg's just good fun. He's just good fun. Uh, can I... Can I? Because you said her. Can I say him? Because I just preferred watching him. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, we do that with pretty much every film anyway. Yeah, yeah, you go. All right, <laughs> I'll say him. Um, by the way, if you think about it as well, there were consequences to their actions in the end because they woke up in um, a stranger's pool. And that's going to look pretty dodgy. I don't think they woke up there. They just went. They always they, they went there during the loop, and that was how they tested to find out whether the loop was still happening. Yeah, yeah, but that's where the film ends. Is they're in that pool and the family come home. Yes, I wish there's consequences. They just leave. Yeah, but we well off. It's hardly like, so oh my god, my how pool? are they going to get through this? They're just like, oh, they're sorry, in prison. And they leave. In prison. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think so. Although one thing about the ending that was weird is that they they show the dinosaurs, don't they, at the end from when they were tripping. Which did, which, yeah, which, yeah, they do. So when when they were on mushrooms, they could see all the dinosaurs. And yeah. at the end of the film, they 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 pan up and um, and you see all the dinosaurs in the distance again. Which means, well, I mean, look, if we we're going to be really, really like nerdy and arsholeish about it, which they've we moved are, into, um, an, is it they've moved into an alternate universe? Well, my theory was, my theory was that rather than just breaking the time loop, they've just broken time by blowing okay. up that cave. Because yeah, now, yeah. like dinosaurs have come back, unless the dinosaurs were already were always there and the mushrooms didn't actually make them see it. If that's the case, it's kind of pointless. They didn't really draw that into it. I think that's I my wanna... point. I think they kind of tittle tattle with the idea of of it being this actually actual sort of explainable, succinct. Especially thing, because they, they really... bring they bring the physicians into it and that, don't they? Yeah, exactly. And I just think it's honestly this. I would have had basically no almost no flaws with this film if they'd kind of actually made that an integral part of the plot rather than sort of dipping their toes into it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but but on the whole, I, I, I think I'd still describe this film as kind of great. Well, I, I think it's a... I think it's... 
I came away from this being like, this is probably a high six. Yeah. Like, I'm I think I, between... I remember I gave the dig a, a, a very high six, like the highest possible six going. I don't think Palm Springs is better than the dig. I think well, it's I gave all, the dig a, I think a solid mid seven. Well, there you go. I mean, I, I think it's better than I care a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like Palm Springs is better than I care a lot because it doesn't have the Definitely. same glaring, awkward moments of what. Like, because the the first bit and the last bit of I care a lot are genuinely dreadful. Um, oh, for whereas, sure. Although I enjoyed the rest of the movie, and I do think thematically I care a lot had a lot going on. But we are talking about five minutes worth of screen time. I mean, we are, but it, it was awful. Oh yeah, for sure. And and if it's just starting into your film, it is important. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, um, whereas Palm Springs, like, yeah, everything that's like in inverted commas a problem with it is very because of because it's a comedy. It's kind of trivial. It's like yes, I would, I uh, you know, you, you want a hard sci-fi explanation for how it all works, but you don't really need one because it's not what's important to the actual story. It's only important to the plot. Does that make sense? So it's it's yeah. I don't really know how I stand on that, but whether it's a mid or a high six, I don't care. I'm gonna give it a six. I think it's a really yeah, really good movie, and I completely understand why people, especially in lockdown, have loved it so much. I mean, seven point four on IMDb isn't is a fantastic score, and it's got a critic score of eighty three out of hundred. Eighty three. Yeah, I mean that's insane. From critics. It? Yeah, it's insane. What the high. fuck did we miss? <laughs> I, think I guess because it's, it's just so fun. Uh, that that's probably must be it. Well, look, it tackles some profound topics amid the laughs, interrogating <laughs> the sustainability of long-term relationships and exploring... It definitely gives them a glaring glance. I don't think it delves into them. Well, this is what Slash Film said. Um, seemingly awful situation might be aided by a change in perspective. Just trying to see what it said. Um, I think it just sounds like they're relieved that it's a Groundhog Day-style film that wasn't exactly like the original. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the third best time loop movie. I don't know where I stand on that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my final judgment on this, but I'm actually I'm teetering between a high six and a low seven. Okay. And it's all going to depend on how I feel about I do really like this, this attempted sci fi. <laughs> attempted and then abandoned sci fi element. It's whether I get bothered by that. I probably will be. It, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I honestly don't care. I can understand why you would care, but I don't care. Like, it's not... Yeah. I watch this film for the emotions. An ocean of love. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. And on cool. that note... But what have you given? Are you, are you, you, are you, you trying to queue up are you, are you giving? I, yeah, are you giving it a high six or a low seven? You've got to pick. Oh, do I have to? Yes, of course you do. Well, it sounds like I'm more critical of this film than you, so I'm really going to have to give it a high six. Okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I'm not critical <laughs> Although of this it just looks too. ridiculous. Oh, well, if you're really critical of it, but you rate it a rating higher than me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is kind of a bit weird. But, I mean, you can do. I mean, it must just be that you really enjoyed the character work so much. I mean, it's such a fun movie. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the was... caricature work, not character work. I think fair enough. Work, but yeah, it. but there is some good stuff here. Um, yeah. it's a really f- it was just a really fun, good comedy it's still a hard That's recommend from us though, isn't it? exactly yeah I, I i would recommend this i already have recommended it to a lot of people like a, a lot of my friends or colleagues who are very casual viewers if they've said it's oh, a very casual on? film yeah they've said what's on netflix i'd say this is a really good friday night movie yeah it is um so yeah check it out and uh, i mean if you don't like what you rated it you can um just 
change your Fuck rating off. when you when you review it again tomorrow. Oh yeah, all that. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to Out of Ten, or at least being in the vicinity of a device which happens to be playing it. If you've struggled through to the end, you've either skipped through the podcast, in which case, shame on you, or you actually enjoyed it somehow. If so, we'd love to hear your thoughts on lists we should make or reviews we should do for any film, TV show, album or game you want. Just make sure it's not boring. You can find us on Twitter at outer underscore one zero or send us an email to outer10podcast at gmail.com or one word. And all complaints may be sent to us via your nearest recycle bin. See you soon.